Hey everybody, James Bryerson here. Happy opening day. We have a special Carolina Weather Group broadcast for you. We're launching a new series called Carolina Weather Group's Rewinds. Provides timely insights into today's news with interviews from our Carolina Weather Group archive. Future episodes of this series will debut first exclusively for our Patreon supporters. So check us out on Patreon. You can support us there and help grow the Carolina Weather Group. And in return, you'll get first access to episodes of Carolina Weather Group Rewinds and other never-before-seen footage. We're celebrating MLB opening day today by taking a look at our interview with Mace Michaels. He's a freelance meteorologist for the Minnesota Twins. And he taught us a few things about how weather plays into baseball. By the way, at the time of recording this, Games are still wrapping up from this opening day of MLB 2019. And at the time of recording, Seattle is beating Boston 12-4. to And as a New Yorker, nothing makes me more happy than that. Plus a New York Mets win over Washington 2-0. And the Yankees won today 7-2. And maybe you're in the Carolinas, maybe you're an Atlanta Braves fan. Fortunately, they lost today to the Phillies 10-4. Okay, that's enough sports scores. This is not a sports broadcast. This is a weather broadcast. And now, the debut episode of Carolina. Carolina Weather Group's Rewinds with our guest, Mace Michaels. Tonight's guest is meteorologist Mace Michaels. Uh, Mace wears a lot of hats in the weather industry, but uh, most importantly, he's got probably one of the coolest gigs uh, that I know of around here. We're going to talk about that. Mace is uh, the meteorologist for the Minnesota Twins, and he also does some work for Weather Nation. Thanks, Scotty, for having me on tonight. Let's talk about the coolest job that I think any meteorologist has. Uh, you get to work for uh, the Minnesota Twins. So uh, kind of a two-part question here. How did you get hooked up with the Twins? And then what is uh, what is your day-to-day -day operations once baseball season uh, starts? And Larry DeVito, the head grounds crew, head groundskeeper, he uh, wanted to have a little more weather reinforcement just because Minnesota, again, we can have snow in the beginning of the season. September snow would be pretty rare. But it could happen. But again, in the beginning of season, we can have it. Our opening day this year is in the end of March, last Thursday in March. So uh, it's a concern. We can be very cold, obviously rain at any point in time. Uh, you go from your stratiform rain in April to all the convective stuff you can get on and off through April and the rest of the season. Twins were interested. There weren't any other teams that had a meteorologist on site, and they wanted to have that aspect of being able to talk to the meteorologist right there so I can get the updated radar picks right away. I spent a lot of time looking at models beforehand, but then it's all radar after that between uh, MPX and also uh, we're lucky enough to have a, a terminal Doppler here. So. You know, Mace, um, I'm a meteorologist for the Charlotte Motor Speedway, so I know the pressure that comes with. You have a lot of folks in this in this small enclosed place, and you have storms all around. I, I, talk to us about some of the pressure uh, that it brings with, with lightning and people's safety. Uh, there, I probably have 10 to 15 days where I really have to worry about weather. There's probably 20 to 25 where I'm watching something in the state, but the threat is lower. So we figure out on average 10 to 15 days are the, you know, the worries where we have to be worried about a postponement or it actually happening or a delay or something like that. And, you know, it, it, you're really concerned about when it moves in, just like you would be with the speedway there, when something will begin, when something will end and try to give them the most accurate forecast that you can. Um, because again, we're just worried about that one squ a small square area of a storm moving in and affecting us. Uh, I can think of a couple of times, I'll look at traffic cameras sometimes to see how hard it's raining, because of course we can play through a light rain. And just to get the ground truth of, yes, the radar looks like this, but 
you know, in some cases that light rain may be lighter or heavier than uh, really what that good old blue or light green is showing the uh, or lower DBZ levels, uh, how it transitions to how heavy it may be falling. Also getting that ground truth when it's pouring hard, we can look at just a couple of exits or so up on the interstate and get an idea. Okay, it's hit there. I know that's two miles away. It's moving at this speed. This is how many minutes away it is for us. And we can try to keep the umpires updated through the grounds crew to give them that exact time of when they can pull off. Uh, and the quicker we can get the tarp on, the quicker I can let the grounds crew know to get the tarp on. When it comes off, the less work they have to do on the field afterwards. So uh, the more we're able to let the umpires know, hey, in five minutes, this isn't just going to be a light rain. When you start to see it come in, Let's get off the field right away, even if it's just a little light rain, because when it starts pouring, it's going to be rough. The quicker we can cover up the field, the better we'll be for later on. So we're not sitting here for three hours and then having to do an hour of maintenance on the field after everything quits raining. You know, every team should have a meteorologist on site. It, it kind of blows my mind that that's not something not standard practice. Um, have you ever run into recalcitrant umpires? It's like, no, no, we don't need to call a game just yet. You know, <laughs> have you ever run into anybody who's, you know, maybe giving you a hard time about lightning, about, you know, uh, things of that nature? When it comes to the lightning side, that's more of our uh, internal operations. They're concerned about that for the stands and everybody else. So I'm letting them know, and they're getting the same lightning alerts on their phone. So they're they're down already seeing me before the lightning is moving in. They'll let me, you know, they'll hit me three, four hours before the game if we have a squall line moving in. Is this one going to have lightning? Do I have to be concerned with it? So I let them know from that aspect, and they're already usually down there with me well before the line hits, uh, just to to be aware from that side and let everybody know what's going on uh, uh, lightning wise. But when it comes to the the umpiring side, it kind of depends on who the crew is. Uh, the younger guys or uh, an older, well-established crew and how to, you know, some of them like to wait until it's raining a little heavier. Others, they tend to see what we're seeing and they'll listen uh, or, or take my advice a little earlier and they definitely want to get out of there. But also if we're into a certain time of the year and that, that affects things a lot, scheduling as well, um, be honest, if both teams are not in a race and in a hunt, uh, we may play right up until that rain gets going and we won't postpone uh, to worry about starting pitching and things like that. The last thing you want to do is have the game start. Some of your ace starters get going through two innings and then a squall line come in and you have to pull them. So yep. we'll tend to postpone ahead of time or not postpone, but delay the start, get the squall line through and then start the game late. If we can get an idea of when that will move through the week before that, I had a great little victory. Uh, I, we heavy rain in the forecast, but I saw that we had a window on the HRRR of maybe two and a half, three hours. Started the game quickly on time, kept everything moving. The rain started at about six and a half uh, innings in through. So we ended up canceling or postponing, delaying the game after that. Waited out, wasn't able to finish it. Twins got a win, so I was happy once the time we canceled the game. So you have your victories and losses in the weather department as much as we have them also uh, on the field some nights. We have a, a viewer question, Mace. Uh, this comes from uh, Ed English, and he was talking about, um, he said, hey, Mace, it seems like various computer models generate most of the weather forecast. 
How much do you rely on your own interpretation of the weather data when forecasting? Um, I, I still do the forecast the old fashioned way. I'm looking at the models, but I'm using as much of my own background and interpretation to try to get a feel. And, and like I was saying, I, I was thinking of that one storm where we had the northeast wind coming in. And I can't think of how many times the northeast wind has burned me on start times in the younger years of my career, uh, knocking down the dry air. And you can really see that dry air intrusion even more than you can. And uh, back from the old days of the NGM when I was young and it would throw warm fronts in here and bring up a lot of rain, sometimes six, eight hours earlier than they would. So I still build off of that as much as I can looking at the forecast. Sometimes it's overload. And when they're all screaming at you, this is going to happen. Uh, I, I'll admit it's hard to say, I, I, yeah, I, maybe that's when the snow or the rain is going to start or we are going to see five to six inches of snow. Kind of a fun question here. How has the players and the coaches uh, took on to having an on-site meteorologist? Do they do they kind of pull you aside and say, hey, what does it look like tonight? Or uh, do they ask for personal forecasts? I mean, what's the relationship like between you and the players and you and the coaches? I don't see the players as often. You know, I say hi to them. I'll see them every once in a while. But they've got a whole different routine before the game, and they're in a different area than than I am. So I catch them during batting practice occasionally. But uh, in management is who I'm usually dealing with. Some of the Twins coaches uh, are more active with us. Others, not as much. And you kind of hit on it a little bit, but uh, do you provide, I guess, more of a uh, game time decision based service to the twins, or is it is it an ongoing relationship? Even you know, like medium long term forecast. Uh, it's mainly on the short term side, day to day, and we'll post a forecast kind of written on the board there when we think things will move in, what time. So day to day, yes. But if there's concerns for stuff long term, I'm always looking at it, especially if it's sunny and eighty and a beautiful day. But we know a front's going to move in in three days. We, you know, I'm I'm looking at that, and we're planning ahead. And uh, the Larry uh, Heads groundskeeper will ask me. Um, you know, if he has to do a fungicide uh, spray or something going on, if he knows we're going to have a really hot period with a lot of humidity, that will affect when he does certain types of treatments to the field. So he'll ask me, of course, if we have a lot of dew in the morning, high humidity, uh, certain cases are better for him on how he deals with the field and treats the field, let alone he doesn't want to be out there on a day where it's 95, 100 degrees with the sun beating down on him to cut the grass one day. He may wait till the next day to do it or do it early in the morning. So from simple things like that to more complex, uh, we chat about those type of things as well. What are the criteria for canceling or postponing and delaying a game when there's a thunderstorm in the area? Uh, so for cancellating or postponing a game lightning wise, MLB does not have a rule like the NCAA. So we're kind of worried about anything within the four to five mile radius. And that's when we'll start to post things on the uh, stadium scoreboard. You know, want to head to shelter, move away. But there is not an MLB standard. Um, we've played on with a lot of lightning going on in the distance. So that's out of my area. That's operations. That's MLB. I'm just the mouthpiece to let them know lightning's likely to come in at this time. We've had strikes here. And again, uh, Twins management folks are always in with me asking me how it's moving in. And we'll inform the crowd from there on uh, when it may move in or anytime put stuff up uh, on, on the screen from that side. About how winter weather impacts uh, your games, but it sounds like that's a, a frequent thing some years. And going back to last year with the blizzard, 
Some years, yes. Other years, no. Uh, when they opened the stadium, which was uh, an exhibition game with the Cardinals uh, in 2000, it was 80 degrees in late March, and opening day was about 82 in early April. Uh, and then again, last year, third week of April, we had 20-plus inches of snow. And our concern then was, how do we get uh, – it's heated. We're heated underneath, so that's not a concern. We knew it would melt other than we can't melt 20 inches. We were out of town after that, so we didn't have to worry about the next day once the series was done, but it was clearing off the stands. How do you clear off 20 inches of snow for 40,000 people and get that out so we can have folks come in and watch the game? So have you ever played a game with snow falling? I haven't had to worry about that flurries wise. Uh, we have had days where we thought we might have to worry about flurries. Uh, Todd Nelson, the other meteorologist, uh, he had the cancellation games on the weekend with the White Sox when we lost the games last year. And we did lose a game on the Saturday right after opening day. And it was due to 30 degrees and there were some flurries that moved in late in the day. So it is a concern. I just personally haven't had it. Uh, Mason, we really appreciate you being on with us tonight. Um, for those followers who are, are watching right now on our live stream and those who maybe listen on the podcast, uh, if they want to follow your work, how, how can they do that? Uh, Twitter, uh, it's it's in the same on Facebook. It's real easy. Just Mace Michaels, um, M-A-C-E Michaels. Uh, you'll find me there. Hit me up. Ask me any questions as you have them. Uh, I'd love to hear from folks. Sounds good. Well, we hope you have a great uh, baseball season. Good luck to the Twins. and. Uh,